Welcome. It's our special edition pay-per-view AEW Full Gear 2020 podcast thing. Yay! Where we're doing this just for you who watched AEW AEW Full Gear on uh, Saturday, whatever the hell the date in November was. I don't know. 2020 has been 500 years, so whatever day it was. November the 90th. (laughs) Seriously. I'm like, don't say that because I'm past, I haven't paid rent. (laughs) (laughs) The 90th. (laughs) Yes. I don't even want to think that put us at like February. That just makes me really scared. Yeah, so I'm we, really we, afraid for the future. So, so it, uh, yeah, we're so here we to talk AW about full gear from February fourth, yeah. two thousand twenty-one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcome. I am Charles D. Lincoln. Yes, he is, and I'm Chelsea Lissage. And, and this welcome. is and this is our our podcast beyond the bed. Bravo! There you go. Well, I'm not going to yell because I am a classy individual. No, I just really like it when he doesn't yell it because I get to yell it. Yeah, so uh, we're going to talk about the two uh, matches, both for uh, women's titles on uh, AEW Full Gear. So the first match uh, was Allison K versus Serena Deeb for the NWA women's title. Um, so both of these women, uh, Serena Deeb, both of these women have been wrestling for a very long time. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both kind of great, actually. And Serena Deeb was recently let go by the WWE. She was actually a trainer in NXT up until COVID hit. Oh. Uh, yeah, she was a trainer in NXT, and then they let her go. Um, she was Why? One of the, uh, she was just one of their layoffs to cut costs. That sucks. Yeah, um, but you can see that she knows what she's doing. And that's the thing. Like, I look at Serena Deeb, and I'm just like, if every woman in, even in Allison K too, I'm like, if every woman... And AEW wrestled like this, I would be interested in watching AEW. Yeah, I agree. You know, because we don't, we normally don't really cover AEW because it's not that great. But this was a very good match. I was very happy with it. Um, so uh, Serena Deeb, who is the currently currently the NWA Women's Champion, versus Allison K, uh, former NWA Women's Champion, former Impact uh, Women's Champion. Yes. Um, Allison K, I believe. Oh, no, no. Uh, Tessa Blanchard is the one who beat her, I think. Okay. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to remember who, who, beat, who she beat to become, um, who uh, beat her. Um, uh, I wasn't sure if it was Taya Valkyrie, but I think it was actually Tessa Blanchard. It might have been Taya Valkyrie, though. I don't know. But um, either way, uh, so let's, uh, let's go to the match. Um, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, so, this match was really fucking good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But do you see what I'm saying about how if AEW was like this all the time, we wouldn't have any question about covering AEW? Yes. And no, it's interesting because uh, Charles had even joked earlier about, if you listened to our last podcast, that, um, that, uh, that some of these, that these matches were more entertaining than Monday Night Raw. Oh, I, didn't, I said that off the air. That was actually the conclusion I was going to come to at the end. Oh, well, I ruined it. Well, you spoiled it. <laughs> all right. Good, good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs> I'm just gonna take the punchline out from under you. Yeah, but um, no, like this was a this was a really good match, and, and so I loved learning that they um that they used to be tag team. Mm-hmm. They used to be a tag team, and that they shared a dojo in yeah. Japan. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. That's so yeah. cool. So, yeah. uh, Allison K comes in. Both of them, by the way, were in the 2018 Mae Young Classic. By the way, mm-hmm. 
Um, I googled that. <laughs> yeah, Allison Allison K is uh, currently a free agent. I don't know if AEW takes her in. Then I hope they hire other people because you can't just keep having Serena Deeb versus Allison K. Um, <laughs> May God have mercy on her soul. <laughs> you know, and I don't. I wouldn't mind seeing Allison K in like NXT or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. She's so, just a powerhouse. Yo, yeah, yeah. No, Allison, Allison Kay's also been wrestling for a long time, too. Like, she's strong. She's, she's also, it's, it's one of the few, like, well, I'll talk to you about it later. But it's, it's, uh, so we start off, oh, my God. I, I felt like at times the commentary just was awful. Yeah. Like, you don't bring up that she was a yoga instructor, but then you're not sure if she still is. Yeah, why did they even say that? It doesn't matter why if she's a yoga instructor when she's wrestling at yeah. all. Yeah, like they 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 just brought up like unnecessary shit. And there was one point in the match where the camera angles were just awful because they showed Allison K winking at Serena Deeb. Oh yeah, I saw that. And it's like, okay, I get that they're having a great match and they're happy with each other. You don't show that angle. Because <laughs> like, you know it's inevitable. They have to communicate yeah, while it's, they're it, in the ring. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, that's why the shows are on a delay and they don't happen live. You have seven seconds to show a different angle so yes. that we don't see them communicating with each other. Yeah. Like, AW, like, get on the ball, man. Like, this was a great match and you, like, just ruined it by showing them, like, hey, man, we're having a great match. Not only do you have to bring NWA into your federation, you also have to, like... Yeah. Do the, like, you're fucking up double time. Yeah, like, it really says something that the, that one of the best matches of the week came from a federation that doesn't have TV right now. Correct. <laughs> like, you know. So, uh, yeah, no, but there was some great, um, just some great reversals in this. There was that nice dragon screw suplex. I loved the dragon screw <laughs> suplex. I wrote it down. I was like, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> There were just there were just some great like just I can't even describe them except say twisty moves from Serena Deeb. Um, some twisty moves. Yeah, <laughs> Allison K gets angry and then it just like oh she my hits God. her in the face and she says, "How's that taste?" Yeah, <laughs> fuck, that was amazing. It made my nipples hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then you know and another point in the commentary they have to mention Tony Khan. Tony Khan is not involved in this match. Don't. Yeah, bring doesn't, up, didn't another one of the commentators, like, bring them back to this match? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. really disappointing. Just, like, fuck you. Fucking pay attention to the match that you're watching. Yeah, yeah. What are oh you my... doing? You're being paid a shit ton of money for a reason. Yeah. I, I kept thinking to myself, wouldn't it be nice if this match had a story? Because, uh, like... Yeah, they just, it would they be just, a really cool story. Other than they shared a dojo. Literally, no one... But I'm telling you... But here's what I'm saying. No one knew this match was happening until Wednesday. Oh. It was just randomly announced. Oh. And, like, there was no build-up to it. There was no storyline. But, you know. It would have brought in more viewers. Like, I wonder how, like, the viewership was for this pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's probably the AEW faithful who don't really watch women's women's matches, which, you know, I don't blame them, considering what women's matches are normally like in AEW. But, you know, uh, it would be a shame if if these... It, it, number one, Allison Kane needs to get signed somewhere, whether it's AEW, whether it's I WWE. I can't believe she's a free agent. That's well, she, insane. Well, she's a free agent as of Tuesday. Her NWA contract just ran out. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I hope by next this time next week she's signed somewhere. 
She better be. She's a fucking powerhouse. Hell, even if she went back to Impact, it'd be great to see her. You know? Because she was great at Impact. Yeah, so, I bet. So, yeah, so Allison Kay, I think, is a treasure, and it'd be really great to see her uh, get signed. So um, Ser- the Serenity Lock is what uh, wins the match from Serena Deeb. Um, I really like the match. I felt it was maybe like three minutes too long. I was entertained, honestly, the yeah. entire time. No, I, I thought it was a great match. I just felt like it reached its natural ending at a certain point. Yeah. And there was one move that Serena Deeb did that Allison K kicked out of, and then it went on for another three minutes. And I just thought that was that felt like the natural ending of the match. Right. Yeah. So that happens. Uh, yeah. So um, at the end of the match, after uh, Serena Deeb wins, Thunder Rosa comes out and starts challenging her. Yeah, um, I love that. I love that she was like, she was just like a bull yeah. waiting. Yeah. Want to know something real cool, by the way? Thunder Rosa yes. has Thunder Rosa has come out and said that her um, her NWA contract ends in a year. Oh, and she said that she wants to wrestle somewhere big. So she's Good. basic. She basically put the AEW and WWE on notice that uh, they're going to have to appeal to her as to who wants to hire her. They're gonna. They're really just challenging. She's really just challenging the other federations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of cool. I love it's, that. You know, because she's on AEW because she's told to be on AEW right now because Billy Corgan made the deal with Tony Khan. Right. Um, in fact, in interviews, she's, she said, she's like, well, they, told, they just told me that I'm going to be wrestling on AEW. So she's kind of like, well, what if I don't want to wrestle on AEW? But okay, fine. You tell me to do it. I'll do it. But she's like, you know what? Uh, when my NWA contract runs out in a year, uh, WWE, uh, AEW, I'm... Um, I'm going to be wrestling with one of you guys, so give me the best deal. Yeah, I love that. I love. Yeah. I can't wait until, like, we're in similar positions where we just ask for the best deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then we go to the AEW women's title um, between uh, uh, Hikaru Shia and uh, Mandy Rose's sister, uh, Nyla Rose. Yes, um, with the most annoying woman Ah, Vicky Guerrero. Yes, that you know I've who, ever seen in my whole life. Do you know who Vicky Guerrero is? Vicky Guerrero mm-hmm. is. Is the, she not Nyla's mom? No, no. Vicky Guerrero <laughs> is. You know, um, Sasha Banks's hero, Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Vicky Guerrero is his widow. Oh. Yeah, Vicky Guerrero was basically given a job after her husband died in the WWE, um, where they discovered that she could get the audience to hate her by just being the most. I can only describe her as, like, a fucking Chicano Karen on steroids. She's just... I just went, shut up, Karen, the entire time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, like, she was just gold as one of the most hated fucking villains in all all of SmackDown for about, like, seven or eight years. She's so annoying. That's her whole thing, is that Wait, how long has Eddie been dead? Eddie's been dead for... Since the uh, early 2000s. Oh, wow. I think maybe 2002 or 2003, maybe. That's sad. Well, no, Vicky sucks. No, you know what? He, he died in 2005 or six because I distinctly mm-hmm. remember watching the WrestleMania where he won the title, and that yeah. would have been in 2005. Okay. Yeah. So Eddie Guerrero uh, died of a, uh, I believe it was a cocaine overdose. No. Um, yeah, he, um, it, it, he had a heart attack at the age of, like, 40 or something like that because of uh, cocaine use. That's so sad. Yeah. I'll look up the actual numbers uh, after we're done. But, yeah, Eddie Guerrero died relatively young. Um, huh. 
And so to take care of him, Vince McMahon gave his wife a job. And then they discovered that Vicky, who is, you have to understand, man, Vicky is great because think about the sympathy you go into with having your husband is a legend of professional wrestling and everyone loves you. How great a bad guy must you be to make everyone in the audience? There were everyone people, hate you. There were wrestlers they put into storylines where Vicky Guerrero would be like, would be like their cougar and she'd be their boy toy. They'd be her boy toy just to get the person booed more. That's crazy. I yeah. love that. Yeah. So that says a lot about how great Vicky Guerrero is. That, so obviously Vicky yeah. Guerrero has been attached to several wrestlers to, and that's yeah. what makes sense with Nyla Rose and how yeah. you can see that their like camaraderie is coming to an end. Yeah. Can I say before we get to the match, two things about AEW. Number one, you know what? I love when they get the whole uh, package that tells the whole history behind a group of wrestlers and everything and what their feud is. This has got to be the worst musical choices I think I've ever seen. Really? In a video package for wrestlers. They were awful. Yeah, they were pretty bad. And the other thing, it says a lot about AEW that that Nyla Rose could be the number one contender for 24 fucking weeks. And not be on TV except for like the week before. Oh, really? That was the thing? Yeah. So Nyla Rose is apparently the number one contender for 24 weeks. And yet... They have had her on, she's like 12, think about that, 24 weeks, but she's like, I think like uh, 12 and 2 or something like that. Wow. See, you want to know how like, you know, it shows with not having her on very much. Of course, we haven't been covering AEW for a while, but of course, not knowing Vicky Guerrero and not really knowing Nyla Rose at all, I thought that Nyla Rose somehow couldn't communicate well for herself and therefore had her mom who was crazy <laughs> talk for her this was just coming in with a blind eye and i was like it's really great that they're doing that but her mom sucks <laughs> and that's horror give me shit for it that's fine but this is me coming no. in not knowing either of them no, no i'm, I'm not saying giving audience you- audience like i am not giving <laughs> you shit for it because honestly like as you know what i'm saying like you could go in and watch Sasha and Bailey. You watch their one package. You know their whole storyline. If the, that was the first time you ever watched wrestling was this, was this Friday and you watched Sasha and Bailey. I would have known everything. Yeah. Here, the fact that they don't communicate it. So it just looks – so the fact that you thought that was her mom. That, that was her mom and she had some sort of disability where she couldn't <laughs> speak about her own storyline. Yeah. So like they that. had her mother there. That was honestly, and I'm a good person for the most part. And uh, <laughs> that is what I thought. <laughs> yeah. That's so bad. The one thing I took away besides the awful music and the weird 24 weeks as the number one contender thing is uh, I wonder if uh, Sheeta's footwear is more comfortable than usual boots. The, like, to the split toe thing? Yeah, I wonder if that's yeah, more comfortable. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that, too. I was like, I wonder if Charles has ever worn those. Yeah, because I want I a pair I have actually now. not. I've actually never worn those. I don't know how... I, I imagine that probably for someone with, like, that has smaller feet than us, maybe mm-hmm. it'd be more comfortable. Mm. You know, where I know that I have the, like, Egyptian toe thing where my, like, second toe is longer than my big toe, and I don't, I don't think that that would be comfortable at all. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But I want a pair now. Where do yeah. I get them? Uh, Japan, I guess. <laughs> um, well, fuck. <laughs> so these two start going at it. Um, and you know what? Like, Nyla Rose, here's 
my big problem with this is that you can tell Nyla Rose is new and, and Nyla Rose, it's not even a problem with her wrestling. It's the fact that Nyla Rose lets herself get her ass kicked for way too much of a match by someone yeah. that it's not really believable should be able to kick her ass. Yeah. And I feel like she, like, I, I could see how, like, you know when people are supposed to be struggling and, like, taking their time to get somewhere and acting mm-hmm. like they're in pain? She just waited. Yeah. Yeah. And the other problem with it is that I don't think Cheetah knows how to sell a knee injury. Really? I just, I believed her the whole time. Really? Really? Because yeah. it just felt like she recovered way too much, very, like, immediately. Well, I thought of it, I thought of it because I broke my leg this year. I mm-hmm. literally, like, I put myself in her shoes where if I, when I told my mother, I was, I was like in the cast and everything and I had just had the surgery and I was going to be in it for another couple of months that like, there's no way if I had to, I could not run for my life. And my mother had said, no, Chelsea, if you had to, if you were in a position where you had to, you mm-hmm. would run. And that's how, and I immediately thought of that when I saw mm. her doing shit with her knee. Like, okay. it's in pain, but it's fight or flight, so she's uh, fighting. Okay, well, that's an interesting, yeah. that's an interesting perspective on it. Um, yeah. So, do you want to cover the match? Do I want to cover the match? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I guess that, you know, it was entertaining. Of course, like Charles said, that Hikaru Shida is obviously, like, very... Very small in comparison <laughs> um, to Nyla Rose, but it's so it's hard at some points to believe that Nyla is actually as injured as she makes herself out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, I towards the beginning, that uh, Hikaru Shida drop kicks her twice and then goes into a running knee, and then this is all on the rope. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the commentator said, "Oh well, she's woman handling." Yeah, and I just I don't know. It made me laugh, but it also really bothered me. Um, and hold on, hold on. Here it comes. Here it comes. All right. Uh, those bless of you, who, bless who, you. Those of you who have been who listened to our previous episode, I have been having to sneeze for about an hour. Well, no, it's been way over an hour. We yeah. started, the, the, started the last podcast at 6.30. Oh, yeah. It's 8.06 yeah. now. So yeah, over 90 so. minutes he's been holding in a sneeze. Mm-hmm. There you so go. So you're welcome, Praise everyone. Me. Praise me. You know what your prize is, Charles? You get to talk about setting up a chair during this match. <laughs> well, you know what? This is another thing. I don't like when referees get involved like that. Yeah. I really don't. And it's not just AW. Like, it's something that I remember back in the old days. Um, and the National Wrestling Alliance when I was a little kid. And you'd have these referees that would like, I remember, uh, I don't even know who it was, but some bad guy was grabbing onto the ropes when he was being pulled by the good guy. And the fucking referee kicks his fingers. What? And I'm just like, I hate that. I hate that so much because I feel like a referee should be, I feel like if a referee's doing their job, you don't notice them. Right. And when the referee gets directly involved in a match like that, not like that, and that's just my personal. Is that something that has evolved over time? Um, like it, the referee's involvement. It was. It was different depending on where you went. Yeah. Because there were some federations where the referee would have no involvement whatsoever, and then there were ones where, like, the referee would try to punch the bad guy in the face if the referee if the bad guy pushed him. Well, what's the point of having a ref if they do that? Yeah, like I. I really feel like, you know, like I said, this is just personal choice. There's some people who may love that uh, referee. Uh, I think her name is Aubrey. 
Um, yeah, it was Aubrey. Yeah, that she gets involved, but I don't like it. And you know what really bothered me? So if she's going to get involved and she's so big on the rules that she's going to be taking chairs away from Nyla Rose, which, by the way, <laughs> it's dumb of Nyla Rose to want to hit Sheeta with a chair because then she gets disqualified and the match ends. Yes. But if she's going to get involved in the, in the rules that much, then why isn't she counting when these two women are outside for about two full minutes? No, they, she didn't count at all. Is that a rule in this? Yeah. I don't know because it's, it's, a, it's um, AEW. It's a rule that AEW pays attention to every now and then. But sometimes they don't pay attention to it. Sometimes they do. Interesting. And, and it's like you're supposed to only get a 10 count outside the <laughs> ring. But once Aubrey gets <clears throat> rid of the chair, then Nyla um, clotheslines her and... Clotheslines um, Sheeta. We, we don't want people to think she's clotheslining a referee Aubrey. But that would be hilarious. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it could happen. <laughs> but that would actually be hilarious. Yeah. So I will say there was a very nice uh, suplex by uh, Sheeta. Yeah. The fact that Hikaru Sheeta picked up Nyla Rose twice, mm-hmm. just lifted this woman onto her shoulder from just sheer strength with a knee injury. And again, fight or flight, like I said, mm-hmm. like the fact that she fucking did that regardless of a knee injury was just yeah. insane. It honestly, like I came out of this match having a crush on Hikaru Ishida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fucking strength of this woman, the resiliency, it's just like the unwillingness to give, to accept defeat or to what, it just, it doesn't, you could have... Uh, Nyla's mom, Vicky, just like screaming in your ear the whole time. <laughs> and it would be fine. And I also, a thing that I really loved about this match is how they just kept getting thrown into the barricades. <laughs> it just made me so happy. And of course, so during this, they have the fans back and their social distance. Well, those, all... well, yeah, the fans were uh, away from the audience, away from the thing on the outside are the wrestlers, actually. Yes, so Those, it's from, yeah. but still, there's the, fans and stuff. Yeah, the fans are, like, back in, like, the nosebleed seats. The, but it made me happy yeah. that they had everyone there, that yeah, they yeah. were able to do that. I'm sure that must help the wrestlers so much. Oh, I'm sure. And so, of course, this, like, it helped, because it helped them, it helped me believe in AEW. Mm-hmm. And that's sad, but I'm saying <laughs> it, I just said it. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. yeah, so um, I was really, I was also really impressed. There was a great diving, uh, knee, diving knee drop by Nyla Rose on yeah. uh, Sheeta after she uh, draped her over the ropes. Um, at one point, Nyla uh, powerbombed Sheeta, and then she pulled her up, um, and then Vicky Guerrero got upset, which as a veteran <laughs> you should be. And then Sheeta does an avalanche falcon arrow on Nyla, and I was wondering pulls. where I went, Avalanche, Falcon, what? Yeah, Falcon <laughs> Arrow. And then uh, she pulls up Nyla. So um, at this point, Vicky Guerrero has a kendo stick. Uh, the referee takes it from her. And Sheeta uses a knee strike um, four times, which, see, this took me out of it because I'm like, wait, isn't her knee injured? But you've talked about adrenaline in fight or flight. So, yeah. um, And then Sheeta takes it after the, uh, the four knee strikes. So uh, Vicky Guerrero uh, slaps Nyla and uh, walks off. And uh, the commentary is just awful here. With the uh, wow, that was awkward. Let's just move on. I wasn't even listening at this point because I was thinking about the adrenaline in her knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, you know, but yeah. So that was AEW uh, Full Gear 2020. 
Kakashi, um, that man. So, incredible. so would you say that you enjoyed it enough that we should we should start covering AEW? No. Okay. So AEW still hasn't earned a reprieve yet. <laughs> But I really enjoyed Hikaru. Well, I enjoyed everyone who wrestled tonight. But of course, you know, as we both know as performers, that mm-hmm. it's it's a pay-per-view is like an opening night yeah. in a way yeah. for being on the stage. So, yeah. of course, they're going to give their all. Um, well, well, this is the thing. When Once I get when I said it, the, the problem I have with AEW, that there was no storyline to Serena Deeb versus uh, Allison K. It right. was just something they just announced. This, the storyline for this was, a, you know, they fought each other a bunch of times, then they just stopped fighting each other, and then one day, uh, Nyla Rose is just like, oh, well, I want to fight Cheetah, and Cheetah's like, all right, we'll fight. And that's the storyline. Yeah, it's just a- like, we're, we have to find out where we can apply to be writers for this federation, a- otherwise yeah, a- it's just not worth watching. A- well, they don't have writers in AEW, the wrestlers just come up with their own shit. Well, that's wrong. You know, AEW had a fucking... Mu- two wrestlers had a fucking musical number. I, I, I'm okay with that. But-, like, but, but you know what I'm saying? Like, they spent, like, ten minutes having a musical number, but the women don't have time to be on oh, the show. Oh, the women didn't have the musical number. No, it was sad. two of the dudes. Two of the oh, dudes, I hate that. Two of the dudes who have 20 minutes every week then had a fucking ten-minute musical number. But the women Uh-oh. come out there, they have no storylines, they wrestle for five minutes, and then they're forgotten about. Something has to be done. AEW, Charles D. Lincoln, and Chelsea LeSage are here to write for you. Yeah, you know what? I honestly, we'll work like, for cheap-ish. Yeah, no, I will tell you, like, I would, I would work for AEW. I would, because you know what? Like, people hear that we don't cover AEW, and they go, oh my god, you guys are haters, and blah, blah, blah. No, we, would, we want it to be better. We want it to be better. Let us write for yeah. you so we yeah. can make it better. Yeah, and I, I would love to... Every woman yeah. who wrestled tonight uh, during this pay-per-view was very talented. And deserves, okay. deserves to have storylines going from week to week to week instead of just, all right, well, pay-per-view's coming up. All right, we got to have a match. Write all right, that great. in our sleep. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, like, you know what? Like, I would totally write for AEW. Yeah, um, so I if would people too. if people think that we hate AEW, it's not that we hate AEW, it's we hate how they're treating the women there. Exactly. So, anyway. So um out of these two matches, Chelsea, which was your favorite match? Um I fell in love with Hikaru, with Hikaru Shida, so it have to be that. Okay. Um yeah. and who is your and so is Shida your wrestler of the week? Yes. As far well, your wrestler of the pay-per-view, sorry. Yes. Okay. For me, it's going to be Allison Kay versus Serena Deeb. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to give it to Allison K because I think nice. Alice, I think AK-47, as she uh, calls herself, uh, really... I was like, please tell me that she calls herself that and you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I didn't just make that up. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, in fact, that's her finisher. Um, nice. It's called the AK-47 because of her nickname. Someone sign this girl, please. Yeah, so I want to see, see Allison K in either AEW. If she goes to AEW, then that's a, that's a mark for them. If she goes to Impact, that'll be great to see. Uh, hopefully they don't say that she's the one who killed Johnny Bravo. I don't know. They're, they probably will. Their storylines can be very wonky sometimes. Um, I don't know. And, uh, I would, and her in NXT would be amazing. I'd love to see her in NXT. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, wherever Allison K goes, uh, we'll... We'll be happy to see her. Yeah. So, all right, guys. uh, We want to thank you. We also want to uh, uh, remind you to uh, check out our Indiegogo. 
Mm -hmm. uh, for the uh, feature film that uh, I'm directing and writing, and Chelsea is the antagonist of, called Bishop's Cove. Uh, You can check that out at uh, igg.me backslash at uh, backslash Bishop's Cove, one word. Um, You can find me on Instagram at charles.d.lincoln. And you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea with an S-E-A, because it's the only way to spell it, dot Lesage, L-E-S-A-G-E. And you can find the two of us at CL Squared Productions on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. So like us, hit us up, tell yep. us what you think about everything that we think, and donate to our Indiegogo. Yep, and uh, Tony Khan, right now, you know what? We give you shit because we want you to be doing better. So, IRS. Yeah, so you want it you want us to actually cover AW and be really positive about AW? Fucking make us make us writers. We'll make make us bookers, man. We'll fucking take care of this shit. Yes. So alrighty, man. Well, uh we will see you guys next week with uh more of uh WWE, NXT, uh Impact Wrestling. And uh you know what? If AEW keeps doing matches like this, eventually AEW. Eventually. Keep it up, AEW. Yep. All right, people. We will t- we'll talk to you next we'll time. Talk to you next uh, time. Oh, I got to do it before we go. Fucking go. asshole. All right. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to our pay-per-view special. Bye-bye. <laughs>